Welcome to Sophisticated Mom, and I'm your host, Dr. Sophia, the creator of the Christian lifestyle blog, SophisticatedMom.com. I will break down faith-based advice and make it applicable and relatable to help you on your journey on this thing we call life. You'll learn everything you need to know on how to become the master of your own destiny. In this post, I'm going to talk to you about the lessons from the woman at the well, also known as the Samaritan woman. The biggest lesson that we can learn from the woman at the well is that she is the woman of today. She has made some of the same mistakes as some of the women do today, especially as it pertains to men. I would love to sit here and tell you that all women at that time were virgins and when they married, they all lived happily ever after. But this was not the case and it can be seen with the Samaritan woman. There are so many women of the Bible that have their own non-cookie cutter stories and once they found God, they turned things around. You can see my separate blogs on Ruth and Esther just to name a few. But let's get into who is the Samaritan woman anyway. If you are not familiar with her, I would like you to read John 4, 1 through 42. I'm not going to go verse by verse over here, but I do want to take some main points that we can all learn from her. So let's start from John 4, 9. This was just after Jesus came and sat to the woman at the well and asked her to get him something to drink. The Samaritan woman said to him, you are a Jew and I am a Samaritan woman. How can you ask me for a drink? John 4, 9. Right from the beginning, we can see that the Samaritan woman was not seen as someone worthy of communicating with the Jew. She is set apart and not in a good way. In fact, even though it is probably hot outside, she herself cannot even believe that someone is asking her to get them a drink. But here comes the kicker, and pay attention. He, meaning Jesus, told her, Go and call your husband and come back. I have no husband, she replied. Jesus said to her, you are right when you say that you have no husband. The fact is, is that you've had five husbands and the man that you have now is not your husband. What you have said is quite true. John 4, 16 through 18. Wait, what? Let's repeat that. Here we have a Samaritan woman at the well by herself. She was more than likely by herself because the other woman did not want to be around her because this woman has had five husbands and the man that she was living with now she was not married to. Imagine what people must have been saying about her. Imagine what other women would say about someone who has had five husbands now. What was she looking for? Why would she put herself through the pain of that many marriages all for them not to work out? And why would she be with yet another man that she wasn't married to? Either she was needy, had low self-esteem, looking for love in all the wrong places or a combination of the three. I also talk about the women at the well in my video down below in Are You Using Men to Replace God? You can watch that video down below and you can also click the link down below to subscribe to my YouTube channel. The first lesson that the woman at the well can teach us is that she was looking for love in all the wrong places. She has had all of these husbands and was now living with another man. The fact of the matter is is that most people do not get married and divorce five times. So something must have gone wrong in her relationships to the point that she could not stay married to any of these men that she was married to. I think that she was looking for love in all the wrong places, looking for men to complete her and to be married and to thinking that somehow this was going to solve all of her problems. And when these marriages did not solve all of her problems, she would get a divorce or they would divorce her and then she would start again. Looking for a new man, new husband, and none of it working out. Probably because the men that she was involved with were all wrong for her. And because she did not recognize that, she just kept getting into the same type of relationships over and over again to the point that she was just now settling for being a living girlfriend to a man that didn't even want to marry her. Lesson 2. Trying to fill a void. 
How many women can go from man to man to man trying to fill a void that they just can't put their finger on? And since they just cannot put their finger on it, they go about creating chaos and dysfunction in their lives by getting into toxic relationships. When the relationship does not work, they move on to something else, chasing after that feeling of love. They never really find love because of the type of love that they're seeking cannot come from a man or being in a relationship. With the Samaritan woman, she was making the mistake that so many women make and that she was looking for someone to love her without realizing that she needed to love herself first. That love comes from within and that she was also going to fill the void and try to fill it with men because she didn't love herself. The third lesson, God completes the void. For the following point, I'm going to take an excerpt from my book specifically for single women, which you can click the link down below to buy. I am convinced that the longing most people feel for wanting to feel complete is actually the longing for God. Psalms 63.1 But instead of single women realizing this longing for God, they want to use an actual man to fill that void. The Samaritan woman was looking for someone to complete her because she felt incomplete, and she thought that from jumping from man to man, that would do it for her. It started with her being married, and now she was just settling for shacking up. After all, whoever she was with, a man, was better than none at all, right? Wrong. You have not been listening. So let's take the next verse. If you knew the gift of God, who it is that asks you for a drink, you would not have asked him and he would have given you living water. Sir, the woman said, you have nothing to draw with and the well is deep. Where can you get this living water? John four ten through 11. The poor woman was probably taking Jesus literally at this point. He, however, was not talking about the regular water. Jesus was comparing the well water to everything that the woman had been thirsting for in life. Jesus was telling her that he is the water that she had been looking for. He is the one that can complete her and she did not need to go from man to man trying to look for something that could not be found in man. In case all of this is going over your head, there is a point to this, I promise. You need to be complete on your own. You do not need for any man or any person to be that one for you. As long as you have God, then you have all that you need. I'm not telling you to be single forever, but understand that relationships should add to who you are and what you already have and not be the sole source of your happiness. My overall point to this is do not be the Samaritan woman. Do not spend your whole life jumping from man to man, trying to feel and be loved but failing at it miserably because true love comes from within and true love comes from God. As a woman myself, there are so many ways that the Samaritan woman had that I can relate to and I am sure that many women can relate to. But unless you want to end up like her with five husbands living with a man who doesn't want to marry you, you need to wake up, get some self-esteem and get some self-regulation. In case you are unsure about what self-regulation even is, I'm going to, once again, take an excerpt from my book for single women. As a mental health person, I may have used a word that you're not familiar with, so let me define self-regulation. In short, self-regulation means that you and only you have the ability to control yourself, your behavior, and your actions without the influence of other people. Depending on someone else to complete you is the opposite of having good self-regulation. Remember how I said that no one is perfect and that you don't want to rely on an imperfect person to complete you? I do believe that our hearts are yearning for a sense of completion, but I do not believe that it can come from a man because people are imperfect. But guess what? God isn't. You need to be complete on your own. You do not need for any man or person to be that one for you. As long as you have God, then you have all that you need. I'm not telling you to be single forever. But understand that relationships should add on to who you are, what you already have, and not be the sole source of your happiness. So remember, what you need, something we call self-regulation. You need to practice being happy on your own, completing yourself on your own, 
and not allowing your happiness to be dedicated by who is or is not in your life. With that being said, these are the top three lessons that you can take from the women at the well. You don't need a man, you need Jesus. It is not to say that you don't want a man, but you should not need a man. Desperation will lead you to being in desperate relationships. Be complete on your own, be happy on your own, asking Jesus to guide your way. If you know someone who may need to read this post, then go ahead and share it with them. And also don't forget to click the link down below to get my book specifically for single women.